Welcome back to another episode here with your host, The D is Silent. Today is February the 6th, Monday, about 6.30 in the morning. We're out here, getting ready, get my work week, work week ready for work, um, heading to work, get things going here. Um, so let's talk about it, let's talk about it. Uh, big news. We all know now who's going to the Super Bowl. If you live under a rock, um, and you don't watch sports or anything, I mean, it's kind of hard. Sports, including the NFL and the NBA, have done a real good job of turning their sports into memes on online, especially when it comes to like the Dallas Cowboys. Or the Lakers, or the Golden State Warriors, or any superstar, you know, like Kevin Durant. There's enough chatter about the superstars to make you kind of like, wow, like, okay, you kind of know what's going on. Even if you don't watch sports. So, let's get my Super Bowl predicts down. Spend like 20, 30 minutes covering that, and then we'll... We'll talk about something else, you know, later today or tomorrow about, you know, I come and finish this, wrap this podcast up. Uh, But let's start. So we both know, we all know now that it's going to be the Chiefs versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl with the Rihanna concert uh, at halftime. And what do I see about it? What do I think about it? I mean, the, the NFL's kind of like politic their their way. Do I think the NFL is rigged? I think to a degree because all of a sudden now the Chiefs are this unstoppable team to beat out of nowhere. Like, every call goes their way. And I kind of feel that the NFL is salivating. The NFL itself is an organization... Is like, ooh, we got Andy Reid versus his old team uh, that let him go. But they've won a championship post-Andy Reid, and they know how to win without him. But Andy Reid won with the Chiefs, and now we got Patrick Mahomes. And you have a young quarterback in Jalen Hurst, and you got these high, high-powered defensive team in the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and then you got tight ends, and you got wide receivers. And I think I just kind of feel like this is all... That I mean, like the NFL. To me, the NFL script is this: the NFL wants the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl so they could set up another, like Brady Patriots. They're they set up another dynasty post post Tom Brady because Tom Brady has also retired. Tom Brady took some shine off of the Super Bowl. With his retirement uh, antics again. Uh, So the NFL is looking for the next superstar to replace him. For the next 15 years, 20 years. You know, propagate up other ones. Uh, And they've got their their golden boy already in place. They already got Mahomes in place. And I think the Eagles are going to find out just what the Raiders find out twice a season is that the calls don't go your way and people are gonna people they're gonna sit there and be like wow like oh my god Patrick Mahomes is this 
legendary quarterback to be. And they got all the stats. And honestly, he's got stats, but I don't really feel that he's that great. Um, I see him on the regular. I see him twice a year throw balls that are... They, they should be interceptions, but for whatever reason, the defense isn't that good. Our defense isn't that good. Defenses in general aren't that good to pick the ball. Um, will it change? Will the Eagles sniff the title? Possibly. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I just I don't see it going the Eagles' way. Um you know, I kind of feel like the NFL is going to set up their set the Chiefs up for a long time, and that's just going to be what it is. Um, I kind of feel that the Chiefs are going to win. My heart says it's the my heart says that the Eagles are going to be the Super Bowl champs. I want them to win. I'm rooting for them, you know, but my brain knows that it's the Chiefs. Um, not not a landslide, but I think there'll be. I don't, I don't think this game is going to be as good. Again, we're going to have another snooze bowl. Um, on our hands, another super. You know, you know what? Honestly, the the Chiefs winning the, the Super Bowl, or getting to the Super Bowl many times is honestly a disservice to the fans because, um, Patrick Mahomes they're not involved in any great Super Bowls. They should have lost to the 49ers, and that and that one wasn't actually even that good. They got that ass whipped by Tom Brady. Uh, they didn't go to one, and I think this one is just not going to be a really... Like, the NFL does that thing where it's like, ooh, the game's 17-10 to 10, but or something, and but I think they get up 24-10 at some point, 27-10, and the game's kind of over. And the Eagles will make another touchdown, but then it'll, you know, it'll be 30-20 to 20 late in the game, and then the game's going to end. I, I, just what it's gonna be like. It's kind of what I'm predicting, like a thirty to t- thirty to twenty, twenty-seven to seventeen type of like Super Bowl win for the Chiefs. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. My heart says the Eagles come out and shellac the Chiefs like they've done to the Forty ers and they've done to the Giants. But we'll see. I don't really know. I think that kind of we'll see how the the Eagles' defense plays. They show up and they come out and whip start whipping ass. Um, and maybe setting up the only the only okay. So heads up, the only advantage I think the Eagles have is they know Andy Reid a little bit. They know what he likes to run. They he was their coach for a very long time. They know all his tendencies. Um, but that doesn't mean that Andy Reid doesn't know all of the Eagles' tendencies either. He doesn't know what generally the Eagles like to do on offense. You know, it's a very interesting match, but I do believe in this myself that the Chiefs probably going to win because the NFL is going to going to make it happen. You'll see, you'll see. Uh, I guarantee you, there's going to be a bogus call or two against the Eagles, like a pass interference or a roughing the passer call, um, just like they did in the Bengals game. Uh, bogus calls, giving the Chiefs more plays to run like and the Eagles are just not going to be able to overcome just like a lot of teams can't they don't overcome those type of plays you just can't because I mean 
you're giving them free opportunities to keep moving the ball and score, and they're going to move the ball and score. It's just what it is. The Eagles will suffer the wrath of the NFL as well. I mean, it's just kind of how I see it play out. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people are really intrigued by the matchup, but I don't think it's really that intriguing. We're headed for another super snooze bowl. Uh, and, just, and much like, I don't, you know, see the MLB, the M Major League Baseball is probably the only or uh, the only major sports organization right now where they're actively trying to bring up newer teams to the to the plate to win championships. You know, we've had the Braves recently, we had the Dodgers recently, we've had Houston a couple times. You know, we've had Kansas City Royals. They, the, the Major League Baseball, um, you know, they brought along the Giants a couple years. Uh, they, they've been doing a better job of getting some of these other teams that really don't get to the big dance. And they're doing a fantastic job of allowing some other teams to sniff and to taste and to get championship uh you know, I think who else won? It wasn't the Phillies, but it was the uh, the Washington Nationals won a championship. With in recent memory, uh, the MLB has done a fantastic job of getting other teams up to the to the big party, up to the big dance, and not be the same fucking teams over and over and over and over again. Like the NBA has done. The NBA went from it being from the Lakers to the Cavaliers to the Warriors. And now it looks like they're trying to get and propagate, you know, Boston, you know, back into the dance. But this is the same ragged and jagged teams over. I mean, where is the where is the matchup between the Phoenix Suns and the you know the Orlando Magic or something like some two off the ball off the wall teams? It just doesn't happen. Uh, and the NFL has done that too. The NFL. Uh, Tom Brady was in it every year, and the NFL was real happy to ride that roller coaster. I don't know why, but I wouldn't even watch the Super Bowls. I would just, I would, you know, not to say I wouldn't watch it, but I would like not be interested in it. Like really, again, another Super Bowl with Tom Brady. The motherfucker went to nine. Like over that shit, I didn't even watch the Chiefs Bucks game. I was playing PlayStation. Um. But and I called that one too. I kind of knew that one way or the other it was going to be a fucking drubbing. Um, and I kind of feel that this one isn't going to be close either. I know a lot of people are really like, yeah, the Eagles are going to come and do something. Like, what? Uh, what are they going to do against the fucking golden boy of the NFL right now? Nothing. Like, nothing can be done. And not even, not even that. I just kind of feel that the NFL will give the Chiefs extra plays and giving them extra chances and nine times out of ten those extra chances will they will convert and score and eventually drag down the Eagles whole uh, you know odds of winning and I hope I'm wrong I hope the Eagles come out and absolutely smack the Chiefs I hope it's a snooze bowl the other way. Maybe the Eagles come out and win, you know, 30-something fucking 10. Like, that, that would be amazing, too. Like, and not that I'm a Chiefs hater, but I just kind of feel like 
you know, they're in my division. Okay, but they've only won one Super Bowl. Fine, like, okay, they can win two. Whatever. But I just kind of feel like the NFL really wants them to be the next fucking Patriots team. And, and I'm just not going to go for that. Like, some, like I, I want to see other teams get to the dance. Like, I would have loved to see the Jaguars play the fucking, you know, uh, the Cowboys or something. Like, that would be an interesting Super Bowl. Like, it, it's... It, when it's interesting and the teams are kind of newer, you know, like last year was Rams and Bengals. Like, while I wasn't really certain that, you know, the Bengals being there was going to be good, but they ended up being good. You know, it was fresh teams, you know, teams that I really feel like um, were new to the dance. They just had been new. The, the Rams had been good for a couple of seasons and they were, they finally got there and won. Um, and before that, I mean, it's just been shit. And the NFL just didn't really see the the greatness that was allowing other teams in, other franchises to get to the cup, get to the, get to the dance and dance. You know, it's just what it is. But again, I think my predicts I think the Chiefs ultimately win, and it's not really close. And I mean, it's just what it is, man. You know, as a Raider fan, you know, hopefully one day we get there. But I kind of feel like the Chiefs are going to walk away Super Bowl champions. And then you're going to hear about the new dynasty that is the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. And going on and on and on. I can just see it. I can just see it already. I can tell you right now, I can just see the NFL. Just The NFL is ready to jizz its pants at the, at the sound and... You know, oh, the new dynasty. We've got our our next dynasty. We've got the Chiefs. Going to be, you know, put the Patriots in the background. Let's put the Chiefs, you know, there. And I, I just kind of see the NFL is already salivating at the, you know, they're already they're already or, orgasming internally. Like, ooh. And that's ultimately what spells the downfall to the Eagles. Um... Because the NFL can control the refs. The NFL, the NFL is not going to sit here and come out flat out and tell you that it's rigged or that this or that. But, it, I mean, it is. It is. Let's be honest here. It is. Um, it's what it is, man. I mean, it's like, it's just what it is. And the NFL, that's what they want. And I kind of feel, that's what in my head it says, like, man, that's why, that, that's why this Super Bowl is boring, like. Because you don't, you can, you can already kind of see the NFL's, you know, um, they're already kind of preparing for it, and and you can just see the writing on the wall, like it's what it's going to be. And I think by no means necessary, you know, let the Eagles come out and fucking deny, deny it. I I just don't see it. Like every ounce of me says that the Chiefs are going to win this. Because the NFL wants them to win it, and they're gonna be a handful of bo- bogus calls, a handful of replays that you see that are gonna go the Chiefs' favor, and ultimately that's gonna do the Eagles in. You know, just what is just what it is. I mean, I can't do anything about it. I'm just a normal man. I'm just a normal man with a normal, you know, vision, and it's just what it is. So. 
If you thought, if you thinking, and I know most of Philadelphia is probably like, yeah. But you're going up against the saw blade that is the NFL. And I mean, I feel bad for you guys, but it's what it is. Uh, with that said, I'm going to pause this episode here and I'll pick it up. We'll talk about some other stuff here shortly. Hang tight. Welcome back, everybody. Um, going to give you some 20 minutes of quality content here. Long to go with my Super Bowl pre I'm going to get it up because the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. But let's talk about some international, some national, some global shit that's going down. Uh, what did you guys think of that fucking... Chinese spy balloon. You guys really feel that they were spying on you when you have fucking TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and every other motherfucker um, doing the most uh, on the internet? I know a lot of people were thinking it's spying, but I think it was more of a geographical scanning the United States. Although I don't really know if a balloon is the best way to go about that. I don't really know what the fuck that balloon was. But China doesn't want the smoke. I'll be honest with you. Um, maybe that balloon was just like, hey, we are spying, but we're not doing it with fucking, you know, bomber planes. We're going to just send the balloon and see how far we can get. I think that's what it really was. We're just trying to test see what we would do, uh, which is fine. Um, but between Grindr, TikTok, and numerous other apps, I think either WhatsApp is Chinese-owned. Uh, they got. They already know your basic movements, your social movements. So I don't really feel that that's what they're after. Uh, and as far as the social data gathering goes, I've never bought a single fucking thing off of TikTok. Uh, not a single goddamn thing off of Instagram. Although I have purchased, um, I have promoted. Uh, but I've never bought anything off of there, me, me personally. So they can keep sending me half naked bitches online for just me to tap the like button. The like button. And that's all. That's all I'm doing. Um, I don't buy their. I don't buy their content either. Their OnlyFans and none of that bullshit. Um, and I don't. I don't plan on buying anything on TikTok. And I don't plan on buying anything off of Facebook. And I've never bought anything off of Twitter. Um, it's there for my entertainment uses. The moment the governments decide that TikTok is banned in the United States for spy for espionage, so be it. Get off that shit. Probably better off without it, anyways. Um, and I hate to dog TikTok, or I hate to dog any social media app, but I mean, the moment it's not available, the moment I mean, I don't go attached to too many fucking social media apps. I mean, I don't really. I haven't used Facebook. In like five years, six years. Um, just because I didn't like the culture that existed. And I, and I don't feel that way. One way about it or the other. I haven't used really Instagram to post shit in like years. I just pop on there. To check, check my messages and see the first two or three things I scroll through. But I don't sit there doom scrolling. Uh, pictures because it's kind of pointless. Um, Instagram became the cuck of the apps once they started with that story shit um because basically essentially just they try to do what snapchat does and it's just not good uh and i'll tell you it's not good because who the fuck has time to sit there through 600 plus stories of your friends or 
people you've added. I barely have enough time to do that with Snapchat. Like, and it's just what it is. Like, I don't feel a fucking way about it one way or the other. Twitter, Twitter dies. Like, they were saying Twitter was going to die a couple weeks ago when Elon took over. If Twitter dies, Twitter dies. And so fucking be it. I mean, I've lived through MySpace dying. I've lived through Vine dying. I've lived through a number of Google Plus social media apps just fucking died. Um, there's nothing new to me. And eventually, eventually Facebook will die too. I don't really think Facebook is ingrained into the American public no more. They're, Facebook is very fortunate they bought Instagram because I think Instagram still is part of people's everyday day-to-day life. Um, but Facebook is really, it's a loser app. They're trying to push this meta shit, which I don't, even fucking know what the metaverse is nor do I care to know uh, it's just one of these things like I'm like looking at it like man Facebook is so fucking behind and so off the bat they're batshit crazy at Facebook and they might be batshit crazy in TikTok land too that's what I see so to me it doesn't really fucking matter they can gather all the data they want uh, when it comes down to it will they be able to invade the North American content? The answer is not without losing massive fucking ships along the way. There is no Navy in the world that can come full steam ahead at the United States without us having a response team. By the time the whole world would have to be against the United States, including Mexico and Canada. We've talked about it before. I'm going to start I guess now that World War 3 is among us now we're ramping up I kind of feel as if it's now it's time to to fucking lay out my geographical maps to victory from foreign countries against the United States and from the United States against the world And and what needs to happen what are the things the key things that need to happen in order for a country to be successful in invading us which is very difficult because they have to cross a huge bo- uh, uh, body of ocean. And while we're able to, most countries are not. Um, yeah, and the, you have to solve the Mexican the Mexican government issue. I, I think most people think that Mexico is the prime place to enter and to attack us. But then again, Mexico is a tale of two, two stories. you got the Mexican government, Mexico City... The National Guard have been militarized to combat the militarized cartel, which is just as militarized as Israeli soldiers and uh, other soldiers that have came to train them. Not only the Mexican government, but but the cartel as well. And you're not gonna cut out the cartel's biggest supplier without them putting up some sort of resistance invading Mexico would be the worst fucking thing a country could possibly do and I'll tell you why the Middle East has been destabilized for many years and mostly by the United States but there's been a lot of other hands Russians been in there 
uh, UK and even amongst themselves everybody's fairly familiarized with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that is ever waging over a piece of land there is no there is no how do I want to put it there is no taming both sides of the coin and just marching troops up to face the United States straight up one you'll face resistance one way or the other if you believe like most people do believe the cartel runs Mexico, Mexico, right? That would be safe to say that most people believe that. And perhaps even China or North Korea or Iran or all, any number of countries believe that. The cartel runs Mexico. So you're saying that you're willing to destroy and topple the Mexican government, which is already infused with cartel members. And you're just going to skate by colluding with the cartel? No. That, that, that ain't happening because the Mexican government at face value can defend itself. When you get into the intricacies of it, that there is no path where if you side with the Mexican government and you don't, you promise them you rid them of the cartels, the cartel lashes back with a force equivalent, if not to equal to or greater than the Mexican government. And then the same with the Mexican government. If you side with the cartels, the Mexican government is ready. They've already, they have the backing of the United States. They have the backing of other governments to put an end to a foreign invasion. And believe it or not, if you would believe the cartels are part of the Mexican government, there's no, there's no way. Now you can come and bum rush them, but you're still going to re- face resistance from the Americans um, out at sea. I think you'd have to even go lower to Brazil in such areas, and Brazil might let them land, but there's still a long ways to go to get to the United States. A lot of government, a lot of places you have to cross. The one area that is is really, to me, rather interesting, it's a really interesting concept, is right there in the Panama area. And what happens when, you know, the Nicaraguans, the Hondurans, the Salvadorians, just simply... You know, I don't think they're military, but they simply just don't want you there. You don't want the war there. Mexico probably board up that wall. Uh, they're they're bored real quick. And I just don't see it happening. Um, take a lot more to get to the United States than that. A massive battle would have to take place at sea, and even. So, I've often long pondered what would a war look like here in the United States. You can't put all your chips on the one seaboard. because That would be your best bet because you have to eventually make land. 
But you can't just go to one seaboard because we could just pull back. And then you had then you face, you know, like the entire south, which is loaded with arms. Again, while the south isn't as crazy as the cartels, I mean, they're still pretty well armed and they're still pretty fucking loony. And they, you know, they're willing. They're not they, as it is, and probably would. They don't want to give up the Confederacy. Uh, or anything like that, let alone they're not going to give up their country. Good luck with that. Uh, good, Very good luck with that. Good, good luck with that. And the same goes for Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California. The California... And everybody thinks California and New York and Florida might be the places... Seattle... Oregon might be your maybe the west coast like the west coast is soft I don't know man I grew up here in California Southern California there's a lot more military here than people take for granted Camp Pendleton you've got the air bases in Riverside Marina Valley area got them in Victorville and the Tehachapi region um, they're scattered up and down the five freeway. You know, it didn't take much for them to mobilize. It's, in San Diego, probably your worst, the worst possible area to pick to invade. And, and I say that because the Tijuana cartels and the Mexican cartels are right there, um, as well as the Mexican government, as well as our full. Uh, San Diego, low key, is a military town. Uh, I don't know. People think San Diego is like a hippie state. It's not. San Francisco is another place that is heavily militarized. So is Long Beach. And people don't understand that when they think about California, how militarized it is. You know, I can't explain it to you, but I've gone to numerous um, Fleet Week, and you just, it's amazing the size of the boats. And the boats that exist just that are in the harbor. It's just crazy to me. Like, you know, it's one of those things that you, you kind of don't really see a movies. If you can picture Godzilla 2014, when Godzilla first makes his landfall in, or his sea fall. And that to me is an accurate representation of how San Francisco is run. Uh, I've been there in Fleet Week that, that I've seen the boats there. Uh, they don't really talk about it, but it's there. All them boats are there. San Francisco, NorCal is probably not the most ideal place to land either. So I don't really know what people are thinking when they're thinking about invading California because we're soft. And let's say you get through all of that and make landfall and you finally take over San Francisco. You've got all of Oakland, San Jose, Gilroy, and various other uh, urban areas that are armed to the teeth. Stockton, Sacramento. And those cities are not known for peace and happiness. Um, but I want to get into that a little bit further de- detailed. 
uh, you know, I don't know how a foreign country would come in and attack us. The only thing I can see is he throw two or three nuclear bombs that actually hit us. Um, but I don't see that happening either because the moment that happens, the rest of the world are going to collaborate, collaborate whoever launched those. And, and America will know. I could trace it back to whoever. And, Amer- and I actually, it's very dangerous playing the nuclear game with America. And I'll tell you why. Because the moment a nuke drops in the United States, uh, the country that does that will be erased from the face of the earth. It just simply will be erased. So if you're China and you know that Russia wants to do it, you go and stop them because Russia is probably going to deny that it's them and put the blame somewhere else. And America will go and eviscerate an entire other country. So, you, you know, you know what I mean? You get put in a pickle like, no, motherfuckers, don't don't even entertain that thought. Um but yeah, that's what's been going on internationally. This war and it's kind of ramping up. This international spy balloon gathering of your data, allegedly. Um, the only thing can gather is these nuts. Because um, I don't really give a fuck. I mean, either way. Uh, I put that out into the universe. If my country needs me to go, I'm not the fittest of soldiers. I'll never be fit. But if they need me to go and drive a truck, over there in fucking Poland or um, Germany or wherever to help the cause and they need me to go with the backhoe and dig some trenches push some cars out the way I mean I'm more than willing to go and the only thing I ask you for return I I was just joking I was like yeah I want a house when I come back paid for cash nah maybe I'll just take them veteran benefits they don't even have to fucking pay me because I won't need the money over here. I'm just go over there. House me, feed me. I mean, I don't even give a fuck how cold it gets. It'd be good to get out this fucking United States. Fly my ass over there. I'll go over there in the backhoe. Uh, an excavator, big excavator. Put me some bulletproof windows. And I'll dig some fucking trenches. Uh, I'll run over a fucking Russian if I have to. I'll dump truck some dirt around. I mean... I don't really know what's... I, I see, I don't... Again, I thought this war was going to be a slow war. And it really is a slow war. It's kind of just going very, very lackadaisical. Uh, we haven't really decided to full-blown get involved in anything. And I don't think we I don't think we ever will. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because there's a couple of things I think that Putin... This is all a bluff to to try to see what we were going to do. He needs to know our hands before he makes another move. He wants to see how NATO's going to react, how we're going to react, sanctions is, sanctions that. Eventually, he'll back off when he feels that he's allegedly won and denazified Ukraine. And then it's going to go back to business as usual, which they'll have gathered plenty of intel about our moves and strategies, things of the nature... Eventually, you're going to come to find out that his plans were to attack us, but there's no easy way to do it. Russia just does not have the capabilities to strike at us 
If they if they could, they would have already done it. That's the whole thing. They're trying to. The thing is, that each country. I think Russia is trying to bait us, and I think we're trying to bait Russia. Like, take the bite. Take the bite. Russia launch a fucking missile at Germany, hit Berlin. You know, that's what we're waiting. We're trying to get. They're trying to bait. Motherfuckers are trying to bait each other. Russia's trying to bait us to like, oh, you know, for us to strike them too. Like, they're trying to bait us into into a play, trying to to faint us into fighting, so that way they can gather up other people and support. But it ain't gonna happen. America is not that dumb. Nor does America really need to get involved. We don't even have to be involved for shit to get done most of the time. That's the sad thing about that. And everybody wants America to die, but I don't I think America's gonna keep spinning on uh, for a lot longer. The the rain is is gonna will continue for a lot longer than people want 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 or can imagine happening. And I'll tell you why. We've reached a point in history where I think the technology passed the capabilities of man. It just simply passed the capabilities of man. I mean, I, I mean, I believe we could shut down the entire Russian agenda with buttons on a computer. Versus actually crippling them, you know, with tanks and whatnot. You know, I I just fully believe that this war is will be done more cyberly. We've probably been at war with them for a cool minute on the cyber on the cyber scale on the cyber side of things, but I I truly believe that like. Eventually, Russia will collapse in on itself. Uh, there's no telling how much money they're losing day to day. Russia's not rich in any aspect. And it's just what it is. I just don't know. Like, people are up in arms about it, but I don't really feel like they should be. I think really they can relax. And as far as America goes, we're going to keep on spinning and doing business as usual. A lot of people are afraid about this cash currency, the fucking oil standard, gold standard, bricks. Like, if gold doesn't do shit, motherfucker. Gold and platinum and diamonds and silver don't do fucking shit. It's no longer the currency of the world. People think it is, but it's not. Those those are old and antiquated fucking currencies of the world they no longer apply we the the currency that applies is social media sad sad as that sounds our people's promoting propaganda on Instagram with the women we've got with the drugs we can do the parties we attend the food we eat if you look at it on face value, you're like, damn, California's got the best beaches, the best women, the best food. And it doesn't matter. We pump that shit out into the world at an alarming rate. 
And you don't see motherfuckers from Syria posting any fucking thing. What makes you think that anybody wants to go to fucking Syria to do a fucking thing? It's right. Nobody does. Those hostile countries that block the internet and block social media from and censor shit. Their people find and see see about us anyways. And their dreams and their minds, they want to come. You know. Yes, it is a black and ugly eye when we post, you know, police brutality and things of the nature. But overall, I mean, what can be done? We can't do, nothing can be done. Nobody can do anything against us. Not yet, anyways. I have yet to see anything change. I mean, TikTok is there, but is it really... The moment the United States bans it or censors it from the world, I mean, or from uh, from America, I mean, that's all there is to it. It's just, it's gone. That's it. Like, so be it. We have other social media apps to to attend. I, I like Twitter myself. Um, hopefully, long live Twitter. Uh, but there's other apps, I mean... And then, and then thing, the other part of it, I can be without the app. I still watch movies. I'll still see trailers. I still know what. I still know what's in the loop. There will be another app another day. YouTube is still there. It's another app. YouTube is still gold. Um, but it's what it is, guys. So on the international things, I think everybody needs to fucking be ready. But at the same time know that we're in good hands if there's one thing the United States does better than any other country and that's fucking fight and be at war we've been at war I think America was founded on wars revolutionary war civil war fucking Vietnam war world war one world war two um, desert storm we got all those fucking wars that's, that's all we do is go to war. That's it. That's all we do. No other country's at fucking war like we are all the time. I don't know when the fucking the last time Italy was at war with anybody. But they might be soon. Uh, but America's just ready. We're, we bred killers. That's the other thing. That's a whole nother topic for another day. Does China want to smoke? No. The, their normal people are not militarized. Not like we are. They're just not. America is... We got gangs left and right. Just what it is. So, with that, guys, I'll pick, the, pick another subject. Hopefully, we'll talk about the snoopers, Super Snooze Bowl uh, after it's over. And um, maybe... Yeah, man's coming down the pike, so... Hang tight, guys. Laters.